Welcome to the Marketing Stir Podcast by Starista. Probably the most entertaining marketing podcast you're going to put in your ears. I'm Vin, the associate producer here at Starista. The goal of this podcast is to chat with industry leaders and get their take on the current challenges of the market. And we'll have a little fun along the way. In today's episode, Vincent and AJ have a chat with Dale Durrett, the VP of Partnerships at Bombora. Dale discusses how understanding customers and prospects can greatly help with engagement within the buying cycle. AJ is glad that Texas weather finally feels like fall, and Vincent looks forward to hotel upgrades. Give it a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Starista's The Marketing Stir. I, of course, am one of your hosts, Vincent Petrofessa, the Vice President of B2B Products and Partnerships. It is so great to be back. And thank you so much for all the amazing emails and notes about how much you're enjoying season two. Yes, season two. We had to be cool. All Netflix, all the cool TV shows are doing it. We're like, let's do a season two. And it's already been off to the races. Thank you so much for doing it. And also, I love hearing from our own clients. Hey, get me on this podcast. Or I was like, okay, let's see what we could do. Awesome, awesome. I'm so glad to be back here. Let's talk about Strista for one moment, ladies and gentlemen. Strista, we are a marketing technology company. We focus on identity. We have our own business-to-business databases, business-to-consumer. Customers utilize those databases to get new customers, to enrich their existing databases. We are sending email on their behalf. We also own our own DSP, Adster, so we can execute media, display, OTT, connected TV, call me. That was a lot of rhyming, I think, right there. I didn't mean for that to happen, but it just happened. Vincent at starista.com is my email. Maybe I won't give my phone number out on this. We have a lot of listeners, but my email at least. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, the other thing that I'm confident about is my co-host. I get to see him next week. He is in San Antonio. We call him the San Antonio Slayer. I call him my CEO. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. AJ Gupta. What's up, AJ? Hey, Vincent. It looks like fall is finally in San Antonio. It was 55 degrees outside this morning. That's, I didn't, you know, I didn't realize, I, I thought you were going to say it's fall and that means it's 87 degrees out. I didn't know what fall even means in San Antonio, but I will, uh, I will be experience, experiencing that uh, next week. Great. What is it? There's no leaves that change, right? No, you just have to use your uh, active imagination for the rest of it. But the uh, temperature somehow has dropped, which is not a bad thing. It's uh, uh, It was quite hot here this summer. Yeah, no, it definitely was. I'm glad I didn't have to come out there this summer. Or did I? I don't even remember if I was there this summer. I, I, think. I think you were there, but we had uh, quite a bit of wine. So you might not remember that. Yeah, I was going to say, wow. I was like, do I, was I even there? I was, you know, and in my old age of 43 here, uh, one drink, I'm just like, what happened? I feel like it's the movie The Hangover <laughs> after one drink nowadays. And that's just the Chardonnay. But, oh, what's good with you, AJ? What's going on over there? What's new in San Antonio, Starista? Uh, it's going pretty good here. Uh, things are, you know, we're ending our quarter. It's coming to a pretty good, pretty good uh, end. I think it's, this will be our best quarter ever. So I'm excited about that. But trying to wrap up some some of the pending deals here in the last few days of the quarter here. 
Oh, absolutely. Well, good. I'm glad it's one of our best quarters. So when I come down next week, it's good news to not, uh, you know, not do well, there'll still be a do better, Vincent, but it'll also be a, hey, we're, we're doing okay. That's awesome. Yeah. And you no longer have to stay at Motel 6. You can go ahead and upgrade. Oh, awesome. That is amazing. I, uh, I love it. I will now be at the Holiday Inn. I love it. This is a great, uh, great upgrade for me. Speaking of upgrade, not upgrade to our guests, I shouldn't say that, but an upgrade to me, <laughs> an upgrade to me, because all we love all of our guests, but an upgrade to me. This next guest, let me first talk about the company, Bombora. You cannot be on a phone call these days where I'm on the front lines talking to a lot of people where they're like, hey, Bombora, we use Bombora, you know, do you have intent? Ah, we do have some strong intent, but we're not Bombora. I often hear ourselves say that. And I love that. I love when there's a company in the industry that's so, you know, synonymous with, you know, high quality intent data. And this next guest, rarely do we know the guest beforehand and we make new friends, but this next gentleman, I've met him. I like him very much. We had lunch together during the crazy pandemic, those two months where everyone was like, it's okay to, to do it, but we are so happy to have him here. Ladies and gentlemen, a warm marketing steer welcome to the vice president of partnerships at Bombora, Dale Durrett. What's going on, Dale? Hey Vince, nice to see you. Hey AJ, thanks for having me on the on the podcast. Um, awesome to be here. Very good. Um, we're also starting to head into um, autumn, but really muggy um, in New York today. But um, yeah, doing doing well. Yeah, yeah. I, I love fall. It's my favorite time of year. It is muggy today. I was like, I got to wear a nice dress shirt. I, you know, our pal Dale's coming. I got to step it up here and then i'm uh, getting my coffee at dunkin donuts and i'm sweating and I, I i was like what is happening right now what's going on but it was uh, i love fall here and i love that we're getting into the holiday season because there's nothing better i think than this holiday season season in new york city but looking forward to that and looking forward to chatting with you dale let's get right into it awesome bumbora I know it. People know it. I hear it all the time. Tell our listeners what Bumbora is, and then I'd love to learn about your specific role as far as you know, vice president of partnerships, some of your day-to-day, -day, what that sure. entails. Sure. I mean, to your point, we have a great brand. Um, we've done a lot of really great work, I think, um, you know, developing that brand and, and, and representing it. But um, Bumbora is a leader in B2B account intent and ABM activation. Um, really across ad tech and martech ecosystems, you know, both from a from a sales and a marketing standpoint. And you know, our, our focus is really on helping companies leverage, you know, really first, second, third party intent signals. Um, and we can get into how we we do that. But to understand, you know, which of their products and services, you know, customers and prospects, you know, are currently researching, um, which greatly improves their ability to engage said customers across wherever they are in the buying cycle. Um, and what that ultimately delivers is, you know, a quality sales pipeline um, and in turn, you know, scalable and repeatable revenue streams. So, you know, that's really, you know, what Bombara is about and, and what we do for our customers. And uh, also, you know, what your, your role within there, yeah. you know, some of the things that you're doing as far as partnerships, what are you looking for? Are you... Um, 
Yeah, Vince, uh, my role at um, Bombara, I've been there for over around four years, um, and I've had a couple of different roles. Um, working in the channel um, was the first role where we activate our, our data in kind of an OEM relationship um, for, our, for our partners. And then I spend quite a bit of time on our audience solutions team, um, where we activate audiences across, you know, mainly programmatic and paid social for, for our customers. Um, and at the moment, um, my main focus and 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 and, and attention is really on the data sourcing side of our business. Um, and that's, you know, as a relation of that, we've been able to establish and, and build our relationship, which has been great. Um, but I'm very focused on that in terms of two things. One, helping our audience solutions team further activate the audiences and two, enriching uh, the data that we ingest uh, to compute our, our Bombara company search. And, and Dale, the, the, just we always love to ask this. These are our staple questions right up uh, the bat here. How, you, how did you get into this industry? And you, know, you have a unique background, like because it's partnerships. You, you at some point have done sales. Yeah. It, it's like me being in marketing and, and sales where uh, it's not, it wasn't a clear path. I minored in marketing, but no one minors in sales, right? That was at least me, right? So talk, talk to me about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, my entire career has actually been um, focused on B two B, which has you know been a quite quite unique. Um, and I was really fortunate to kind of bring uh, begin my career on the agency side. So I worked for Kirschbaum Bond and Partners, um, and it was right as companies were really starting their digital transformation, um, where I was able to work with some of the largest tech brands on kind of establishing their first online presence. And then, you know, running the associated brand and lead gen campaigns um, that, that they had in market at the time. And so, you know, that was kind of how I, I, I entered into the space. And it was a really great foundation um, to, to kind of understand one, you know, how enterprises go to market and two, working with them to bring, you know, their, their brands online. And then um, I also had the privilege um, to work with a lot of large B2B publishers, you know, Wall Street Journal and Barron's and Smart Money under the Dow Jones brand. And then um, I ran the B2B sales team for CBS, um, where we uh, focused on selling into big tech and, and enterprise level brands there. Um, and then I was very fortunate to be um, one of the founding kind of team members that built out uh, LinkedIn marketing solutions um, and was part of taking, um, was part of the LinkedIn um, IPO, which was uh, a really, you know, very en enriching experience. Um, so I think, you know, there's been really three trends across my career. Um, it's been a focus on B2B, um, working with companies as they transform digitally. And then with that has really been the advent of data, um, you know, and the use of data um, both in terms of the digital transformation um, and how they engage their customers, you know, with, with the B2B lens. Um, and that's what really led me to Sixth Sense and Bombara, which have been, you know, much more pure um, kind of data plays where we're actually really sourcing and curating and modeling data to help customers across sales and marketing. So it's been quite a, quite a nice journey um, and all kind of focused on B2B, ultimately land, landing at data-driven solutions, um, you know, that can be activated in platforms. Bill, a Bombora has become uh, almost synonymous with the word intent. Uh, so anytime we hear uh, intent, we hear Bombora, which is awesome. So what have you guys done to become so unique and distinguish yourself in this space? 
Yeah, that's a great question, AJ. I think, you know, what's really unique about Bombari is that we uh, provide an intense signal at the account. Um, a lot of um, our competitors um, would provide an interest level segment uh, uh, signal, or they provide an intent or interest um, segment at the buyer level. Um, and the difference between interest and intent, I think, is key. Um, interest um, is interesting, but it's not always actionable. Whereas an intent is both an insight as well as actionable. And what I mean by that is interest is derived by looking at, you know, trends around behavior or, or, or keywords on a particular page, whereas intent is looking at the same signals, but then building a baseline and be, being able to compare that signal and um, over, uh, over a historical baseline. So there's I think that's very important, especially for B2B, because understanding if an account is in market um, today um, is, is, is not as necessarily important as understanding if that account has been in market um, over time and how and if that account is increasing um, their research around your products and services or that's decreasing. So the whole concept around intent versus interest is the ability to evaluate the signals against a historical baseline in order to make that signal not just an insight, but actually actionable. So, and then I think the other key differentiator from Bombara is our co-op um, and um, how we collect um, the, the initial seed data set for, for our, 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 our modeling. Um, that is a very unique um, asset um, in the market. So I think, you know, the way we collect our data and then the way we derive intent at the account um, against a historical baseline is truly the differentiator for, for Bombara. And to switch the focus more on the client side of things, what are some of the verticals and that you focus on in terms of getting new clients as well as uh, I guess, what does your ideal client look like? Yeah, I think it's a great question. Um, you know, in terms of verticals to, 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 to that point, um, you know, we've had great success in the tech and telco um, um, verticals, and we're starting to, you know, see additional interest and start to think about solutions um, for business services and financial as well as additional verticals. Um, but in terms of like an ICP, it's really at the enterprise in the mid-market uh, where we've seen our greatest success. Um, and then we are very um, focused at the moment on building out a um, growth offering um, where we can um, service companies of all sizes. And then the channel is very important to us there as well, especially for the long tail is, you know, being able to work with some of our channel partners to allow customers to activate our data there where we don't have a direct relationship. So that's, you know, some insight to our ICP and where we've seen some success. And Dale, it's, uh, it's not often that we have a strategic partner on, on the podcast because, you know, we keep it open to everyone. And we wanted to talk about, you know, you and I, well, not you and I specifically, but Starista yeah. specifically, you know, we, we have a strategic partnership with Bombora. Is it okay if we talked about that? Love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's really, you know, um, it, the best part about it is it, it's, it's, it, it's, it's been a great journey. You know, we, we, it's, it's not been something that um, it, there's always opportunity. Um, and so we started um, working with you guys really to enrich 
um, our data sets for audience activation um, across demographic and firmographic attributes. And um, you know, over the relationship, which has been a number of years now, um, Starista has become a very key um, data source for us. And I think the exciting part about it is all of the innovation and work that you guys have done um, and some of the acquisitions you've made to open up additional opportunities. And I think um, you know, the goal for us and the roadmap is obviously to continue to work on the data sourcing side, but I think there's opportunity to leverage, you know, some of your ability to activate in channels. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of interest there, I think, for us to work together. So, yeah, it's been a great partnership um, starting on the data sourcing side, and I think op additional opportunity there. Um, but then as you guys innovate, the ability to use um, your platforms um, to activate audiences for our customers is, is probably where we're headed. So exciting um, um, a relationship and, and great people. Um, it's, been a, it's, been a, it's been a very um, enjoyable um, relationship and partnership to build. We appreciate that. That's why I bring it up because we're just proud of the partnership and yeah. I, we wanted to... Uh, you know, more just to thank you on 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 the the podcast and, and let the the world know yeah. uh, that we have an, an awesome partnership together. Dale Bombora, I, I know you you uh, only there the past like what four years you said four and a half years yeah. four and a half years. But can you talk to us about the beginning? Why Bombora kind of chose the intent path? Yeah. You know, I think at the end of the day, when you think about B2B marketing, unfortunately, we have a tendency to really focus on the direct side of it, right? Um, we, we're not as good brand as at brand from a B2B standpoint. You know, when you think about, you know, there are some very well-established brands, you know, IBM, SAP. But when you think about the time that's spent on building brands, B2B versus B2C and the investment made, it's very different, right? And so I think in terms of B2B, um, you know, with the majority of the investment happening in, in terms of lead generation, um, whether that's top of funnel marketing automation or sales enablement, there's always a DR focus. Um, the, the, the reason for intent was to really bring efficiencies to that. Um, you know, and I, I, I think the, the, the issue that we had prior to intent at the company level is that when you think about intent or generating leads um, that are contact-based or, 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 or um, you know, contact records, um, it, it, it is about one individual, right? And getting that, that signal from one individual. But when you really think about B2B with a buying cycle of 12 to 18 months, um, you think about a buying committee and you think about the very large investment that is normally made when making a B2B purchase, um, you know, getting a buying signal from one individual, um, you know, within that buying committee and not understanding if that company is in market can be very misleading. So intent as a concept of further refining lead generation was one of the ways, one of the reasons we went that way. And furthermore, um, to first start with understanding that the account is in market. And then any known contacts and leads associated to that account to be leveraged um, in a more strategic way, because that is what would drive the efficiencies, right? This account's in market. These are the contacts that we know at this account. These are the leads that we're generating against that account. And then all of those signals combined is what really drives the effectiveness and intent. But from a B2B standpoint, given what we just discussed, it should really start at the account. Um, and so... That's where, why Bombara focused on intent. 
and furthermore focused on intent at the account level. Bill, when we started the podcast, it was largely due to the pandemic that uh, we finally had time where Vincent and I were not traveling and we could easily uh, book meetings. Uh, And we never thought coming into season two a year later, we'd still be asking this question. Uh, But unfortunately, uh, that's the situation we live in. So, you know, how has the pandemic changed uh, day to day at Bombora? Are you guys still remote? We'd love to learn a little more on that. Yeah, it's a great question. Firstly, I think, you know, um, it's obviously had, you know, a pretty negative effect impact on the globe and, and, and individuals and their families. And, you know, that definitely needs to be, you know, recognized. And, 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 and I think we've all felt the impact of that. Um, with that said, um, one of the key values of Bombara is flexibility. And part of that value is the ability to, within reason, um, have flexible approach to work, whether that's the hours that you use, you know, that you're working or where you're working from. And so as a culture, we were quite familiar with remote working. And so fortunately, you know, we've seen more demand um, from our customers over that period. And because of that value and, and the ability for us to work remotely as part of the culture, we haven't seen um, an impact negatively to the business, obviously not being in social environments and being with folks in in, in a meeting or in the office, you know, has had its negative impacts, but we've been very fortunate at Bombara, um, you know, given the demand we're seeing and the fact that we're pretty well set up to to work remotely. Um, And we do a lot of things to try to keep, you know, people together and and the culture, um, you know, um, top of mind. Um, but yeah, we've we've uh, actually grown the business um, quite considerably over over the period of time, and both from a revenue standpoint as well as from a talent standpoint. Um, Bombara's, you know, I think we're over two hundred people now, and I think over the last twelve months we've pretty much, you know, it's probably about at least fifty to eighty percent growth. So yeah, it's been um, it's been an interesting time, um, but we've 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 fared well, um, thankfully. That's great to hear, Dale. And I think in general, it seems like B2B companies have uh, come out of the uh, pandemic stronger. Unfortunately, thing probably can't be said about a lot of uh, B2C facing companies. Yeah, I think particular industries as well, you know, um, hospitality, you know, travel, I think they're, they're obvious. Um, but um, hopefully, you know, um, in time, they, they will come back. But I think, yes, definitely some industries hit harder than, than others. Yeah, I was recently at the LA airport and it was uh, practically standing room only. So I think uh, I think a lot of travel is at least coming back. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a matter of a matter of time. Yeah. Uh, so Dale, what's kind of new and exciting that's coming up as we get into this uh, last quarter here in 2022 at Bombora? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, for us, it's um, what's really exciting at the moment and a big focus is you know, um, we're a data company um, and we are really focused on providing additional insights on that data. So we have a, a big focus on visualization um, and um, we have um, a couple of products that we've rolled out that have really been well received in the market that are not just data products, but the ability to visualize um, that data in different ways um, and really bring value to it. 
um, and we're looking to roll that out in a, in a more meaningful way. So that's been a, a really big focus for us. And then, um, as I mentioned, um, you know, uh, the cookie-less um, side of things um, and looking to activate in other channels um, is, is still top of mind for us. So there's a lot of focus on, um, you know, additional match keys outside of the cookie and how we, um, you know, pull in segmentation against that and then omni-channel activation. Um, so I'd say, you know, the insights and then further building out um, our, our, our match keys and our ability to activate omni-channel um, are key focuses for us. Uh, Dale, I want to stay on that topic there because it's, it's been it's been a large topic, at least for the last year. And then it's kind of like, well, cookies going away. I've, I've never spoken about cookies more in my life in this last year and been on panels. And it seems like it's coming out, then it's getting moved. Just give me your overall thoughts on that and, and how it, it, as much as you can you know, share with us about the, the new release, how Bombora is going to be attacking that. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, it's it's definitely been a conversation I think we were all talking about and it has, you know, I mean, ever since the Google announcement pushing it back, you know, definitely hasn't been top of mind. I think everybody was fairly exhausted, but um, we haven't lost um, focus on that at all um, at Bombara. And, um, you know, I think it's very dependent on Google um, in terms of ultimately the decision they make and, and how they go ahead with, um, the ability to build audiences, especially for third parties. I think first party is fairly well understood. Um, so, you know, I think we're very much involved and following what's happening on that front um, and, and seeing what's happening there. And then, you know, we've been working closely with some of our partners um, like LiveRamp and the Trade Desk um, on terms of understanding their um, authenticated unified IDs. And then some of our other partners um, like you know, live intent and 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 um, uh, low to me on on the more probabilistic side. Um, so you know, we're definitely looking at um, both what's going on at Google and then you know what's happening in terms of you know the ID space. Um, but so that's kind of the external, and then internally, you know, we're very focused um, on on finding additional match keys outside of the cookies. So we're doing quite a bit of work on you know, um, hashed emails um, and maids, um, each, you know, with their own nuances. And then um, the other kind of unique um, area we're very interested in is um, IP, um, given that we have an ABM focus. So we're doing quite a bit of work there. Um, and then the other area that we're really interested in, and we have a unique kind of a play with given um, our B2B topic taxonomy um, is contextual. So, you know, we're, we're, we are breathing a bit of a sigh of relief with the um, pushback, just because we want to make sure we can stand these opportunities up with scale. Um, but we, we are working on, on a couple of different avenues that we feel um, could replace the cookie in, in, in time um, and continue to activate audiences for our customers um, at scale with quality data sets. Thanks. I appreciate that insight. So Dale, another question I kind of had is more of a, one that I've always wondered. Bombora has so many different categories, uh, you know, almost anything you could think of. I'm like, it's, it's out there thousands. So uh, everyone be sure to check, you know, Bombora out. 
But, you know, what goes into kind of thinking of like a new category? Would you have a team who kind of goes out and like, oh, hey, this is a brand new topic that people are searching for. This is hot in the market right now. And yeah. we need to build around it. Talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, you know, um, I, I think um, our topic taxonomy, which really drives the ability for us to create a baseline, which I mentioned was a, a unique differentiator. And just to give some folks context, um, the topic taxonomy to Vince's point is broken into different uh, themes and categories and then individual topics. And so what drives the topic selection there? Um, the, the way I think to understand it um, in the most simplest way is when we work with a customer, um, normally they come to us with a, a TAM or an account list. Um, and the way that we derive the account score and the, and the topic consumption associated to those accounts, which is the Bombara company um, surge product, is we uh, create a topic cluster that represents the product or service that they're looking to market. And so ultimately, you know, the way that it works is if we're able to absorb the topic consumption associated to those domains and understand against the baseline, if it's greater or less than the norm, we, we, we can understand, um, you know, the intent signal. So ultimately, the topic clusters um, that we develop are representative of the products and services that our customers are looking to market. So a lot of the way that the topics, uh, the additional topics come into the taxonomy is based on um, customer requests in terms of the topics they need to better refine their clusters to reach you know, the, the right customers or to get the right insights. And then to your point, you know, trends that we might see in the industry, whether that might be around crypto or, you know, fintech or, um, you know, things like that. So it's kind of a combination of, of customer driven feedback and then trends that we see in the marketplace. And then we are working on um, additional solutions where we would be able to um, use um, more of a, a, a keyword approach in combination with the topic taxonomy so that you know in the shorter term um, we can we can add more topics to to an activation because adding a topic to our taxonomy does take a little bit of, of time so in the in, in between that we're looking for a kind of a, a, a interim solution so there's work done on being done on that side as well more of a, a keyword based um, approach so some interesting stuff um, in terms of how the topics are selected for the taxonomy and then some work we're doing in terms of kind of getting additional scale um, while we bring topics into that taxonomy. Bill, this morning I was going through your LinkedIn profile and I have to say you probably have more written recommendations than anyone else I know uh, that we've had on podcasts. So uh, there was some great stuff in there, but I'd love to hear what for you has been a highlight for your career. Yeah, I mean, that's a funny story, actually. I'll tell you it quickly because um, I worked at LinkedIn, obviously, for a number of years. And when we released that feature, um, I actually pressed the wrong button. Um, and instead of sending it to a select group of people within my contacts for recommendations, I sent it to my entire contact. And I was very <laughs> pleasantly surprised. <laughs> by the response but you'll notice that it's done in a certain window and 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 that was that was kind of how it happened um there have been subsequent things uh once since then but yeah that was that was how, how it was but um 
Yeah, I, I think the main highlights for me, I, I, when I think about where I really developed, um, obviously on the agency side, um, you know, because that was the first time I, I really started to understand the digital side of things. It was, you know, much more traditional media at that time. And, um, you know, kind of working with, you know, the Cisco's and the people softs of the world to, you know, understand digital um, was, was, was really um, quite, quite a, quite an interesting and, and a highlight for me. But then I would say, you know, the Wall Street Journal um, was where I first started to manage teams. So there was definitely, you know, a lot of highlights and learnings there. And then just in terms of, um, you know, learning about growing teams at scale um, and being on a rocket ship, um, LinkedIn was, was probably a huge highlight there and, you know, experiencing an IPO and, and what goes into that. So uh, I'd say, you know, uh, those three, um, I think I, I couldn't pick one. Uh, they all had kind of different contributions to me. But uh, yeah, I think those are the three highlights for me. Yep, that's a great story. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so another uh, LinkedIn related question, which is a staple of the marketing stir. What's uh, I'm sure with your title and uh, what you do at Bombora, you get a lot of unsolicited message. Uh, if I know data companies. Mm. <laughs> so what's what's a message that gets your attention and what's one that really you don't like? Yeah, well, uh, you know, in my heart, I'm a sales guy, um, you know, so I'm pretty social um, and so I'm open. You know, I don't really gate people from from reaching out to me. And then, you know, I like to connect with people. I, I you know, I think it's it's, it's a good thing. And so what I don't like is when people reach out under the pretense of connecting on like thought leadership, you know, something that's interesting, they want your insight on it. Um, and then it turns out to be they're looking to, to sell you something um, that I don't really enjoy. And then the worst part about it is when you get the follow ups, which are, um, you know, A, did I annoy you? B, are you just not interested? C, do you need more time? It's just you know, I, 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 I find those kinds of engagements on the LinkedIn platform, maybe an email, you know, okay, but on the LinkedIn platform where, you know, your personal brand and that is attached to it, I think people could be a little bit more creative, um, you know, in terms of how they engage with you. Um, so that that part is, is, is the part that I think, you know, I, most of the notes I get, get my attention, just given my, my personality and, 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 and that side of it. But that that's the part that you know annoys me and it happens more than than one would 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 really think yeah yeah i think it's almost like somebody is copying and pasting or there's a template in one of these automation yeah. platforms because they all are so passive aggressive it's very odd um that the whole you know i think automation is an amazing thing you know but i think the personal touch especially when it comes to sales you know um is a little lost in terms of the bdr sdr era um, not that automation is an amazing thing, but that doesn't stop you from, you know, actually personalizing it a little bit more. I think, um, in my humble opinion, it, it, it would be a, it would be a good thing. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I agree. And it's funny because we actually, we, we tell some of our, uh, SDR teams, we say, listen to the podcast, not just to hear AJ and I speak, uh, but listen to every single guest that we ask that question and no one is ever like, you know, I'd love an automated message to see if I've been kidnapped or something. Like no one ever says that. That's the one that gets me. And there must be, there must be some sales manager out there where he or she is like, 
you keep sending this message until they respond. Uh, you know, <laughs> a no is better than, a, but the, it's it's an angry one. Right? And when I I will respond, I'm like you, Dale. Like I think our personalities are similar. Where where I'm like I respond to everyone, and I'll just say no, I'm not interested. And by the way, my name is Vincent, not uh, Vicnet. Or um, just you know these emails, you should really personalize. Listen to the marketing stir. Here's a link to our website, uh, here, to our podcast. I, hey, I, I, I got a good one the other day, Vincent. I shared on Slack where yeah. instead of a passive aggressive message, the salesperson wrote, um, "I'm starting to feel like your crazy ex girlfriend." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is. I've never had that one before. Yeah. No, that was good. I actually told her who to reach out to so that worked that <laughs> worked <laughs> yeah well yeah i mean i think this is where data driven and you know there's a that's a balance hey um in terms of you know having the data to understand you know what what works and what doesn't but then at the same time having you know that that human touch i, I do think there is a, a a combination of the two when it comes to outreach um you know especially once somebody engages um you know um so yeah, but um, all in all, I think the LinkedIn platform is, 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 is yeah, I'm a bit biased, but I think it's, it's a great platform. I, 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 I agree. Yeah. I, I, I love it. It's, uh, it's always, it's, it's a lot of the ways that I communicate with people. I always hold my, my network very close to the best. I just don't let anyone in to it, you know, because in the hopes of, I could rely on anyone in there and yeah. they can rely on me. That's kind of how I, I, I like to keep it. Well, so, I mean, it's got a lot bigger, but I think it's one of the platforms where people are really tied to their, you know, their real, um, per, uh, you know, persona. Um, and so I think it brings an authenticity that, you know, we don't find maybe on, on a lot of other social platforms, but yeah. all good. Yeah, exactly right. And I, I like now that some people don't like it, but I like now that there's becoming a little bit more of the personal side of people coming out on there yeah. you know sometimes you're like oh this isn't facebook but it's like look we're all in this together uh, you know uh yeah you know why your, your kids are on your lap now while you're doing a meeting you know your dog you know i was on a call the other day where someone's cat was just like cleaning themselves right giving themselves a bath right in front of the thing i'm like this is normal now this is what happens um, but a couple more uh, questions before we wrap here. We want to get into some of the personal side there, Dale. But talk to me about Bombora, where I would imagine you were like us, trade shows, in person. Uh, what's on the horizon there? Have you been starting to sign up for some shows? I know uh, Programmatic IO is one we're headed to. And I saw that ramp up is coming back in person. So yeah. what, t tell me about yeah, any plans there to start getting out. Yeah, I mean, I think definitely, um, you know, we, we're taking a, a very, um, you know, individual approach. Everybody, you know, needs to make decisions for themselves. There's no really company-wide mandates outside of, you know, make the decision that's right for you. Um, and so I wouldn't say, you know, as a holistically, we're back, you know, going to to events and that kind of thing. But there are definitely a few of us that I, I think are, are starting to to think about that. And then we've done quite a bit of, um, as I said, uh, building of a team. And so there's, you know, there's a lot of thought around like what you guys are doing here um, in terms of podcasts. Um, and if there's ways to bring content and engage with customers um, in, in, in ways that might not need to be in person. So, you know, I think we're definitely getting back into 
uh, the swing of things, but at the same time, um, looking for um, other ways uh, to to engage and 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 you know chat with our our, our customers and, and and build content and, and that kind of thing. So it's a little bit of both. I wouldn't say it's one or the or at the moment. Yeah, no, it's great. I actually uh, always see those cool videos from Bombora of someone talking to your customers and getting a customer perspective. They're really well done. So go uh, out there, uh, listeners, and check that out. But Dale, finally, tell us about yourself. What, what, what do you like to do personally? What do you like to do in your spare time? What are True. you into? Yeah, I mean, I think, first of all, I'm, you know, dedicated husband and father. I have a little girl um, who's, you know, with 11 this year who um, I'm a big fan of um, and uh, <laughs> spend a lot of time with. Uh, so, you know, that's a, a big part of it. Um, and then outside of that, um, you know, I'm pretty curious. Um, I, I really enjoy to read. Um, I actually like to cook. And then um, the two sports that I, I'm really into are um, surfing and golf. So, you know, I, I try to kind of divide my time up amongst those kinds of things when, when, I'm, when I'm not at work. But uh, yeah, very fortunate. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, any books that you've read in the past that maybe have helped you along the way with, with your career or any books that you recommend? It's, it's odd, AJ, because a lot of people will email us and like, hey, thanks for that book recommendation or that helped my career or that was just a great book recommendation. I feel like, you know, we, we get those uh, Oprah style book club emails now. And uh, I'm like, all right, I guess we'll talk about it more. So yeah. Did you, did you start reading yourself now, Winston? Uh, uh, yes, I started reading I uh, just magazines very slowly. And then uh, <laughs> I think one day I'm going to get to a book, one of these books there. I, I'm reading my children books. And I got to tell you, whenever my son, he asks for this, a large one, I'm like, Hudson, just fewer pages, right? Fewer pages. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. our listeners are going to think that i just don't know how to read i uh yes uh, i do enjoy reading just uh, i don't maybe read as much as most people or some people i don't know no, unless it's a sales contract vincent doesn't like it uh, yeah i know i mean or or, or uh, you know sales books that our sales leadership makes me read i do enjoy that <laughs> which are which are propping up my computer right now as i do this i swear i read them <laughs> so yeah go ahead Dale. And, yeah, sorry I was uh, going no, off I mean, on a tangent there no you're good I mean I think you know at the moment just you know I'm, I, I one of the books that I, I kind of am enjoying is uh the single the signal and the noise um it's quite a bit interesting it's a little older but it, it's pretty interesting and then um the other one I'm reading at the moment is um this book called Blue Ocean Strategy which is just an interesting way of kind of trying to identify you know what your differentiators are and and you know where your blind spots are so that's mm. been that's been quite interesting and then um personally um just reading this book um called it's for best time at uh, new york best time sellers uh, called say nothing um but yeah so uh yeah i don't um i'm not like reading 100 books a year but um i i do enjoy reading it and I, and also just about the industry and that I, I find it quite you know insightful just to see how people are thinking about different things. And there's plenty of books, you know, that come out on it. Yeah. So yeah, you just kind of spoiled the choice, but. Mm. Absolutely. And uh, well, thank you so much, Dale, for your time. This has been awesome. Thank you for the insight. I, 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 you know, love the way you explain things and we really enjoy having you on. We enjoy the partnership. I look forward to seeing you again in person very soon. 
And we thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. That's Dale Durrett. He is the VP of Partnerships at Bombora. Go check out Bombora, bombora.com. I am Vincent Petrofessa. That's AJ Gupta. This has been another episode of The Marketing Stirred. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to The Marketing Stir podcast by Starista. Please like, rate, and subscribe. If you're interested in being a guest on the podcast, email us at themarketingstir at starista.com. And thanks for listening.